0: A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. DTW, prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. We need something small enough to get into that hangar bay. Ugh, too bad we blew up all the ties at that base. Well, uh, there is one left, but it's not at the base. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Look, this is serious, Eb. For Kanan. Uh, fine. What's going on? The tie we stole a while back? We, uh, we didn't exactly crash it. And by didn't exactly, you mean? We didn't crash it. We kept it. Hidden. You all knew about this? <sighs> I should be angry. I should yell at you for disobeying a direct order. But right now, I'm just grateful we got it. Ah, uh, there's a slight problem with it. What kind of problem? Yeah, what kind of problem? Hey guys, it's Taylor Gray, Ezra Bridger from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Carbonite Crew Podcast. May the Force be with you, always. Spectre Six, out.
0: Hey kid, I'm putting together a crew.
2: Hey guys! Happy New Year! How are you all doing? This is Tyler, and we just attended IndiePopCon Fort Wayne. It was their last event for the year, and they did not disappoint. Indie PopCon is a pop culture convention put on in Indianapolis, Indiana every year, and this year they decided to stop by Fort Wayne at the end of the year for a special event, and it was awesome. This was our first time as a podcast attending any Convention, and we had a blast. The event did not disappoint. There was so much to do, so much to see. If you guys ever get the chance to go to Indie PopCon, we highly suggest it. It was so much fun. While we were there, we were lucky enough to attend a Taylor Gray live panel. Taylor Gray voices Ezra Bridger in the Star Wars animated series Rebels. So get into here from him talk about Rebels and the process and just different stuff surrounding that show was awesome. It was really informal and it was just a cool chit-chat between fans and Taylor. It was just a good time. So we're going to play some of that audio for you guys just to, get kinda, just to give you guys kind of a taste of what it was like. We hope you guys enjoy. Again, Happy New Year from the Carbonite crew to you
0: first PopCon Fort Wayne 2018. You enjoying yourselves? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Welcome to Fort Wayne, and welcome to our special guest here, Taylor Gray. You are, I don't even need to give an introduction. They know you. You've been chatting like your roommates with them now.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is pretty informal, hanging out, talking Star Wars. Star Wars. Is that what we're talking? I hope Star so. Star Wars pop culture. <laughs> Apparently a little Harry Potter, too. A little Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> do you want to, nice.
0: like, give them a little spiel? Do you want to start taking questions right away? You tell me, dude. Um, you. Whatever people are
1: interested in, because I can talk. <laughs> 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 I don't know if it's going to go in the right direction, but, yeah. Um, yeah, how many people have seen all four seasons of Rebels? Oh, nice. Right on. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because it been talking to different people throughout the day and it's a good amount I've seen most but almost everyone had seen at least parts of it whether it was like they lost Disney Channel at some point or wherever it was or they became disinterested in the show but (laughs) it it seemed to be more so the like streaming it through Disney but yeah it's been a cool show cool run and now with the Disney Plus app I mean there's so much open for stories and storylines to see everything going I mean they're finishing out Clone Wars now which would be really cool. And I just saw um, new footage of that last week because we'll, as a cast, go to like dinner still with like Dave and Ashley and everyone. And they were showing me some of the uh, images which looked pretty awesome.
0: It's kind of weird to see that come back later than you, you, know, you work on something and then sometime later you get to see what it turned into.
1: Oh yeah, that's the strange thing with animation which I hadn't experienced before because everything prior to Star Wars and even now has been live action. and. Rebels has been the first animated thing. It's so strange because you don't have ultimate control of it in the sense that you did five takes, you have no idea which one they're going to use, how they're going to cut it together, and then you have to wait nine months until you actually see what you did. Like The whole world between worlds, they told me how cool it was going to be, but I didn't understand until I saw it. Whereas when you're on a set, it it can't change too much because you see the buildings, you see everything that's there. Except when you have CGI and a green screen, then you're also always interested in what are you guys going to put behind me? <laughs> but when
0: <laughs> you know, you're working physically with other actors in three dimensions, you you, you know that, you know, i set this down, you pick that up. You know that's going to happen in animation.
1: It could be anything. It could be anything, and that's something that Dave Filoni's talked about because he's now directing a lot of The Mandalorian, which is the new show, that the live-action show that Star Wars is doing, and he said it's been a little difficult for him because it's this loss of control, and he's used to if he doesn't like all of our takes, he can kind of cut it up how he wants and then turn it into a look. And he kind of will get what he wants of it. And he said, it's interesting, because when you have an actor, if they decide to raise their eyebrows on this line or uh, have a different intonation, he can't change it. Like yeah, that. Get a little bit. Yeah, that's the take. And he said, you have a lot more control over how the character's going to turn out. So it is that is an interesting thing that you see between live action and animation. The nice thing about animation is you can show in your pajamas. <laughs> you don't have to go through hours of hair and makeup, which is nice. There was a push and pull, though. But as, a, as a, a, a
0: physical actor and a voice actor, do you find yourself, when you're doing the voices, making the faces? and doing, Do you find yourself doing that anyway?
1: Oh, dude, you should see the first time I <laughs> we went to record. Like, all my training when I went to acting school was for live action, like theater. They don't really teach you what to do with a mic. Right. And the first take of Rebels, this is five years ago, we go in, and I was really nervous, because there's a lot of cool actors, um, it's Star Wars, and I had never done voiceover, so we go in, and I was very prepared, had it memorized, even though you have your script in front of you, and the, like action into the first scene, and I'm talking to Kanan, and I'm talking to Hera, and then I'm, I'm talking to Chopper, and talking to everyone, and they're like, great take, but we could hear everyone but Taylor, because I didn't realize like this is the one that matters, the mic, and they record, When we do sessions, they have like three mics on every person capturing your facial expressions, uh, the way your mouth moves, and then they send that off to – I want to say Taiwan, and I'm almost positive that's where the um, animated crew is, and then they go through and they match – the animation to how you so, so there's
0: a camera in front like there Robert are so many
1: cameras in front of you and then Dave's behind the booth yeah, they and they can dissect
0: exactly what how your lips were curling
1: or whatever yeah and it's amazing because I had no idea how that was going to come across yeah. on the show and the first time I saw the show I was like oh yeah like that that is how I would do that and it <laughs> it worked and I, I was I it was there's a cool the talked. well yeah but
0: because
1: you, you never know because I mean, I've seen enough animated shows where that's not the case. Where it's okay, mouth is open, they're talking; mouth is closed. Right. And with this, it's unbelievable because they really capture their moments. I mean, anyone who's seen the fourth season when Kanan's eyesight comes back, there's nothing said. That's such a moving, pivotal scene that is just a testament to how much they're able to do with the animation. Where, I mean, a of, that's one of the scenes I hear most about from fans and, and everyone because. It really held so much weight just off their animation and the culmination of four seasons of a story. But um, it is such an interesting beast to see. And now that I've like done Rebels, I've kind of started to inch in towards doing other um, anime shows. And I just did a new one called Shiro, which is from the He-Man mm-hmm. s- uh, yeah. S- yeah. S- yeah. series. There are so many different styles of animation as well. Um, and that one. Is so different than Rebels. And when I saw it, it was I was recording by myself. And I was like, where's everyone else? Like, who do I act off of? And they're like, you say the line three times and we'll move to the next one. Say the line three times. I was like, what? Like, what?" And that's the thing that's so amazing about Star Wars. And, and George Lucas was the one that set that precedence with Clone Wars. He, he, when they started Clone Wars, he wanted them to all be there, even if it meant flying people. And like season three, I was living in New York working on a different show there, and I would fly back into L.A. just to record, so that we could have that group together, right. because there you can feel the dynamic and the energy of everyone. We're just bouncing like this, and that energy is there, which is so cool, and I didn't realize that's a bit abnormal for uh, an animated show. Right,
0: so you would have an ensemble animated read, which is not Oh typical. yeah, and
1: it's funny, like people would move into different parts of the room when when the inquisitor was there, Jason Isaacs, uh, cool, awesome dude, he would be off in the corner and we'd all be off to the side. And it <laughs> was, you could feel this like divide in the room of like, that's a it, we're over here. <laughs> and it, w- it was so <laughs> funny how that worked. And like, they would position, you would have like name tags for, if I had a big day with Kanan, and it was like a master Padawan episode. We would be next to each other on the mic and we would, I would always try and like face my mic so that way I could still look at him but direct mm-hmm. all my sound into the mic. And it, it was just so cool because it was such a learning experience too. And you learn how to control your voice. And I, I tip my hat to like Steve Bloom and Vanessa Marshall to like Hera and Zed because they've done hundreds and hundreds of animated shows. And it's such a craft. Like, I, I'm used to you have so many tools to emote with. And when you take all those away and all you have is your voice and a mic, it's scary. It's gnarly, yeah. yeah. Like, you, you really, you're kind of handicapped. And it, it's really impressive because there, I mean, Steve is multi voiced He did hundreds of voices in our show. Like, you would have no idea. You would see, like, the credit afterwards and it'd be like, oh, wait, he just played 19 characters? <laughs> 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 so it was, it was really fun. Um, and just a great group of people uh, to make it with. And I'm excited for all the new Star Wars that, that's coming. Uh, part of and that. not all of
0: your viewers, but certainly some of them can be very scrutinizing. Oh,
1: yeah. The, 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 f- the first thing they said when we came in, um, I didn't know too much about Star Wars and, and uh, the fan base, per se. Like, I didn't know how many blogs and podcasts, and <laughs> everyone <laughs> has an opinion on Star Wars. And it's awesome. Like, that's what makes it so cool, is because everyone can kind of come together on this thing. You go to a celebration, and it's bonkers. It's mm-hmm. Hundreds of thousands of people, and you like you're just talking, and everyone—it's one thing. It's just Star Wars, and people worship it and love it, and everyone it, it rallies everyone together, which is so cool. But one of the first things that uh, the head of PR for Lucasfilm had told me coming in there, it said, "So this is how Star Wars works. You're going to do an episode, and everyone's going to hate it, <laughs> and then months later, everyone's going to love it. So just <laughs> understand." <laughs> They are going to hate on it no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> but then they will rationalize it, and they will read everything about why they did this, why they did this, and eventually they'll understand why we needed to do this for this story, and then they'll flash. Um, yeah, we, we were talking about it. There wasn't too much over the course of the show. The biggest thing was at the beginning, a lot of people were upset about Clone Wars ending, and, and rightfully so, the way it did. Going into the Disney acquisition, people were worried, and, and did we lose Star Wars? What happened? And we did this thing called Star Wars Weekends in Orlando where they would have us down, and it was a really fun time, and we were meeting fans before the show had even come out, and I was getting maybe a quarter of the people coming, they're like, I'm not gonna watch your show. I was like, okay? Nice to meet you. I was like, yeah. (laughs) Okay, like, got it. I I never knew why, and they were just like, Clone Wars didn't end the way we wanted to, I won't watch it. And then once the first season came out, and reviews started coming out about it, people of got hip to it and, and it caught on and, and snowballed into what we had as the third and fourth season which was awesome and, and there wasn't too much backlash and bringing Thrawn in was very cool for fans and yeah. a lot of awesome things that Dave just orchestrated so well and, and there's more Star Wars to come so it's, it's really cool. I, I'm so grateful to be a part of it. So the, the support, I'm sorry, do you have a question?
0: It. Do it. All I'm looking for is a yes or no. Oh, <laughs> Boy, I see these are the tough ones. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Did Dave tell you where Ezra is? Do you know where he is? I went to I went to a dinner two weeks ago, a week and a half ago with it was everyone on the Rebels cast. Tia wasn't there, she was traveling, but everyone else, Ashley, Sam were and Dave. And conversation goes every which way, and then I moved down, we were talking towards the end of it, and I asked that same question, and I got an answer, and that's, okay. yeah. I guess, are there enough, <laughs> like, could someone deduce it, is what I'm asking, like, is it possible for someone to figure it out? Mm, I mean, it's one of those things, like, what am I going to do tomorrow at 12 five? Actually, there's a better chance of knowing that than Ezra is. <laughs> yes. right, it's one of those things, like, I guess there is a right answer, but there's also... A billion possible answers, and that goes for most of Star Wars, which is also what makes the forums a minefield of beauty. So it's not the the sixth sense where the the clues were all there; we just didn't put them together. No, but I mean, we do. The people that have seen the ending, (coughs) they do say, "Well, we got to do this now," (laughs) and we know who what characters are in that scene. Um, But yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. um, since you've uh, gotten into voice acting quite recently <coughs> with Star Wars and Shiro, <coughs> is there a franchise or character you would like to get into, or just like, like that would be like the most cool part to play for a, vo- a voice in acting? In in animation? You think? Yeah, just <coughs> in animation. I mean, every kid growing up wants to be a superhero. We all want to be a superhero. Every like little boy and girl. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe not. <laughs> um, and so live action or animated a super I mean dang a Jedi's cool. A, je- a that's also one that you, you you shoot for. Um but I mean I love Spider Man. I've loved Spider Man through every um, incarnation of it. I, I think so cool and like, I, I think that would be an awesome one to do. He's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Line. I like Peter Parker. Like yeah. that's inc- Did you see Spider-Verse yet? I haven't. I haven't. People are loving it. It's supposed to be amazing. You know, of course, everyone's saying, who didn't tie a towel around
0: their neck and run around the house? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Right.
1: Yeah. laughs> Anything else? Uh, yeah.
2: Besides Ezra, who's your favorite Star Wars character?
1: Han Solo. <laughs> right, um. I think that dude is so cool. I think that's one of the coolest characters in film. One of the coolest Oh, yeah. Top five. Just the way, like, just smooth. All game. right,
2: then who, who's the better pilot then, Hera or Han? <laughs> I just heard <knew> that. It's <laughs> so
1: funny. Is it Dave? If it was Dave, then I'd get behind it. Someone was putting up an argument for Hera being a better pilot, but Han, Han being better with different pressures. But, like, the way Hera went up in the ranks, they were saying, like, if you just were taking – Rebellion trying to rank them and say who would we want flying a ship for this or that? Like, hair right. H- would be higher ranked, but Han has just like, I mean, he can do anything. You know Han, I mean? Yeah, uh, it's hard to argue against him for anything. He's got the swagger, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: folks. Please show Taylor some love. Thank you guys so much for coming out. I hope you have a great, um,
2: and there you have it, guys a little sample, a little preview from the live panel from taylor gray that we attended it was so much fun i've never experienced anything like that and i look forward to doing more stuff like that we're definitely looking forward to getting out to more cons this year we have a lot lined up for 2019 so keep on the lookout for that if you guys are interested in hearing um audio from live cons or live panels or anything like that let us know um hit us up on social media on instagram twitter facebook um, even YouTube. We'll have live episodes up there soon, so keep a lookout for that. Full episodes in their entirety. Email us, carbonitecrew at gmail.com. DM us, whatever it takes. We want to connect with you guys. We want to know what you like. We want to know what you dislike. We do this just to have fun, but we also want to entertain you guys. We want you guys to be fans. We want you guys to be happy and just love it, like it, whatever. We just want you to enjoy You know, give you something to do. Give you something to listen to. Maybe give you some new insights. Maybe be like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Or if you have something to say, let us know. You know, we're looking to have guest hosts on and people to chat with and new people to get new perspectives and whatnot. So, again, just let us know. Email us. Message us. DM us. Write a message in the sky with an airplane. We don't know what you want to do. Just do whatever. So, until next time, have a safe, happy, healthy new year. From the Carbonite crew to you guys, may the Force be with you.